what's up? <laughs> now just recording a podcast. What's okay. up with you? Oh, not too much. You know what, though? What? You need a counselor. Thanks, so do you. <laughs> I do need a counselor. You're right. Hello, welcome back to You Need a Counselor. I'm Julie Johnson. I am the president and founder of Heart and Solutions. We are a strength-based counseling agency here in Iowa. We're offering in-person still um, sessions, but we're also offering telehealth sessions over the phone and over the computer. I'm Krissa. I am the vice president at Heart and Solutions. So I am in charge of the behavioral health department. So we work with kids ages four to 18 on different behaviors in their home. Um, but we are also offering telehealth sessions as well over the phone or computer. Um, and this is You Need a Counselor. So the mission of our podcast is that we are designed for people curious about counseling, but have barriers keeping them from experiencing the benefits of counseling. Our mission is to share stories about counseling, good, bad, and indifferent, and spread the message that everyone can benefit from mental health and behavioral health counseling services. Absolutely. Everybody really can benefit, especially right now with Thanksgiving just happening last week. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. But were your plans changed with Thanksgiving? Um, They weren't too bad. My parents still were thankfully able to come up from New Mexico because both of us have been social distancing. So we were still able to get together with my immediate parents and siblings, but um, my fiance's family, they usually do a big one and they didn't do one. So his parents still came to ours, but they didn't have one with his family at all. So a little bit on his side, but our side thankfully was still mostly the same. Um, Yours changed though, didn't they? Yeah, mine changed. We were supposed to go to Massachusetts. My daughter and I were going to go to Massachusetts and visit my parents. And uh, we had booked it in like August when things started to look a little bit better. And then school started and everything just kind of changed since then. So we had to cancel at last minute. We do have a year to uh, use up our plane tickets. So hopefully within a year, we still use them. Uh, But yeah, that was a really hard change. And it sounds like for you, I mean, you guys are, your uh, mom and stepdad, like they homeschool the kids, right? So they were able to really distance uh, and keep socially distanced before Thanksgiving. Yeah. And in New Mexico, they have uh, where they have to quarantine for two weeks when they get back from traveling. So currently things are different for my parents and siblings. They've always been doing the online part of school. Um, they didn't choose to go back this year in person, but now they have to quarantine for two weeks in New Mexico because they came to Iowa. So for them, it was a little different, but for us, wow. not much was different. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think for so many people, you know, spending Thanksgiving at home without extended family was so, so mm-hmm. different. And I think we all just had to be really creative about how we still made it fun uh, and still made it feel festive. Did you guys do anything new this Thanksgiving to kind of make it feel a little bit more like a holiday? We went, we actually rented a room at a hotel for our Thanksgiving because um, we were in Marshalltown and my house is small. So yeah, we rented a hotel room and like a banquet party room there. So I had to go in the morning actually and like my fiance is super like paranoid about COVID, which is a good thing, but I had to Lysol all of the tables that morning. You want to make sure everything was like perfectly clean, even though they had just cleaned it um, just because yeah, we were nervous. So we like super cleaned everything. And there were a lot more face masks than normal. We normally take our Christmas card photo also at Thanksgiving and this year's theme, we all wear face masks. So we have got holiday face masks to wear for those because perfect for 2020 so that was a little different but otherwise mostly the same but we were just at a hotel room instead of at someone's house 
like Christmas themed masks. Yeah, mine actually has, it's like red and black plaid with snowflakes all over it. So. Oh my gosh, cute. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's adorable. Uh, <laughs> Monica just got one in the mail from my parents that's like, it's Thai, like Thai Beanie Baby brand. Oh, yeah. It's like a little animal and it had little eyes on the animal face and a smile. And then they glued these giant googly eyes on it. So it oh my gosh. Giant googly eyes where the animal's eyes are. It's super cute. <laughs> People are like getting really into themed masks and like funny masks. And like Joy has a Golden Girls one that's awesome. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, now who knew that we'd be wearing masks constantly? They're not like a fashion accessory. <laughs> they are now. <laughs> Never would have expected this. Absolutely. Yeah, they are now. That's funny. I bet there'll be a lot of mask stocking stuffers this year. Oh, yeah, for sure. I bet. So, yeah, I mean, especially with Thanksgiving, like, and Christmas coming up, I mean, this is going to be such a different year for everybody. And I think that, you know, one thing that we know about change is like, even good change is still hard. And so change of any kind is so, so challenging. And the thing is like the people that we would normally talk to and like help that would help us to process changes that are happening in our lives are like also having these challenges in their own lives. So uh, because everybody in our normal support system is all is also experiencing the same challenges that we are, it can be a lot harder than to be able to rely on our natural supports. And I think like even now, especially we need counselors so much more to have that outside perspective. So I was feeling bummed out, right, about Thanksgiving without being able to go to Massachusetts and my parents, right? But the thing is that it kind of feels like uh, complex grief because you've got grief over a loss and any loss, like loss of tradition, you know, or like loss of time together, like any loss is going to cause a grief process. But the thing is that because we can't, like normally if my trip got canceled because of plane issues, right? Or something like that. Like I could complain about that a little bit more. <laughs> You'd be like, oh my gosh, I can't, don't get to go to Massachusetts. Like I'm so annoyed and bummed out, right? But because everybody's going through that and I, like, I feel bad even complaining about it. It's like, I can't. Yeah, everyone is. Yeah, like everybody is having that. And then I feel like, okay, why do you feel bad, Julie, about like not being able to go to Massachusetts when like there are people who don't even have like families that live with them? You know what I mean? Like there are people who are having who usually go to like an aunt's house or a grandparent's house and like they're having Thanksgiving alone or not even being able to like leave the house to get like Thanksgiving foods and they're eating like regular food on Thanksgiving day by themselves in a house. And so then it was like, it's like, the grief and and just like loss and like feelings emotions that I'm having about Thanksgiving and the holiday and the celebration it's like it's like I wasn't even allowing myself to feel that because I feel bad about feeling it mm -hmm. I don't know yeah. yeah like there's people who are in a hospital right now like I just heard on the radio yesterday there was some there's a famous picture going around of a doctor hugging a guy in the hospital who was crying and they interviewed him on the radio about how he wanted to see his wife for Thanksgiving so I was like yeah you can't really complain because everyone is going through it or worse so yeah feel bad like 
because you did at least get to see your husband. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's, and then it causes this kind of like grief bubble in us where it's like we, our normal processes for being able to get that out are kind of like they're stalled, like they're stuck and we can't get it out. Mm-hmm. And then, and then it kind of just stays with us. And I feel like we might see this as a pattern in society or in our country this year, where like the grief of the loss of like Thanksgiving traditions and, and experiences are, they're not necessarily going to be processed out as much as they would be normally for like an loss of tradition right and so then they're gonna get and then like here comes Christmas you know like bombard mm-hmm. it happens all over again yes, and it happens all over again and like on an even bigger scale and we're not even over Thanksgiving yet mm-hmm. you know and the feelings and emotions and experiences that are coming out of that holiday and then here we go right into Christmas on an even bigger scale yeah so, I feel like this year, um, grief has been such a, such an underlying theme for like everything that has happened this year. And whether it's just like losing, you know, okay, I lose the ability to like commute to work, you know, or like I, I used to listen to podcasts in the car or, you know, like my gym is closed or my gym is, you know, different now mm-hmm. and you know there are all of those little losses but then there are these bigger losses also and I feel like grief has just been such a theme this year in 2020 even more than ever we need counselors right now um I think if we ever ever did now really is the time because we are experiencing these new challenges like every single day like I feel I think I sent you a meme of like oh god what's next it's like you know, yeah seriously <laughs> what is next you wake up and you're like okay bring it on where is it right like I'm waiting for this next shoot mm-hmm. every single day And I think that a lot of people are experiencing, it can't be just us. So many people are experiencing this and then like our natural supports are just not the same. And so we need that outside person to be able to talk to like where like my counselor, I have no idea what she did for Thanksgiving. I have no idea what she's going to do for Christmas. Like, I don't know about the losses. I I know that she is experiencing it because we all are experiencing changes. But when I'm talking to her, I can just talk about what's going on with me. I can get all of that out for myself. And that way I can move forward with it and be able to bring on the next challenge. You know, what's the next thing that I need to process through? process that out in real time what does Christmas look like this year for you um we are still going to try and go to New Mexico to my parents house but we won't be going anywhere when we're in New Mexico but that's our plan anyway so I guess we'll see what happens but um with quarantines and COVID and everything but that's currently what we're our goal is to try and still go there so but we are driving not flying or anything like that so just limiting stopping at places And that's really different too. I mean, part of the experience of going to your parents' house is to be kind of on a little road trip, you know, like the, Mm -hmm. I feel like if you drive places for destination type stuff like that, it's like the road trip is part of it. Like you stop at your gas station, you like stop at little scenic things on the way. And that that's all changed now too. Mm -hmm. We do drive through Colorado. So normally, yeah, we do try and stop somewhere there, but 
not this time. We'll be going straight through <laughs> other than like gas and stuff like that. Yeah. And New Mexico is like nice at Christmas, isn't it? It's like warm. Yeah. It's warmer than here, but I remember last year, actually, we woke up to snow on Christmas in New Mexico and in Iowa, it was like 60 degrees last year on Christmas for some reason. Right. So kind of switched, but normally like 40s, 50s. So warmer than Iowa for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully you'll be able to at least like sit outside or yeah, hopefully. <laughs> while you're quarantining yes. there. Yeah. Well, we just want to say that, you know, we know that this is a really, really hard time of year. Like Krista said, a lot of people are in hospitals um, or a lot of people are seeking medical care right now. My brother-in-law-in-law, <laughs> um, he, so my husband's mom's husband's daughter's husband uh, was just diagnosed um just a month or so ago and had to be hospitalized for about a week and a half. And so, uh, you know, almost everybody that I know is either going through testing, either has somebody in their immediate family that is being hospitalized or has had to social distance or has to had to quarantine. And it's just been such a challenging time. And then you add the stress that normally comes from the holidays into that. And then you also add in like, I don't know what it is about this year. I don't know if you've experienced this, but like, it is so dark at night. Yes. I always just want to go to bed at like 7 p.m. It's so dark. I hate it. Like in the summer, you know, at five o'clock, it's like, okay, work is over. Let's go outside. And then we just like sit outside. We eat outside. We sit outside. We like watch the garden grow, which sounds so boring, but it's so nice. And we just sit outside until like nine o'clock and then we go to bed, you know, in the summer and, or we walk around or we walk to the playground. And then just here in the past couple of weeks, it's been like, it's five o'clock. It is dark. It is like, it's bedtime. It is bedtime. It is like pitch dark outside. And so then I realized that I go weeks without being outside or like days at a time without even stepping foot outside and this is one of those things again where it feels like that's a challenge for me that's a struggle that's something new and different and that you know I'm going I'm working through but again those barriers like fly up to me of like you should be great like why do you feel bad about that you should feel grateful that you can work from home like you should feel grateful that, right like all of those shoulds come up that are like well you should feel grateful that you can not go outside for several days at a time and that you have a warm house to be inside you know and you have electricity and running plumbing and you don't have to go outside to use the outhouse like all of those things kind of like rush into my head anytime I come up across a challenge like that right but like that sunlight and less less of that time outside I mean it definitely has an impact on mood and like I've experienced that so much just in the past couple of weeks it's been like oh my gosh I can't I have no energy like I can't get you know and we're living in a time of COVID so like feeling fatigued is also insights panic <laughs> like okay yes. <laughs> now I'm stressed out about feeling fatigued or I'm stressed out about feeling stressed out because that's a symptom you know and so then it's just kind of this snowball happening right now and I think a lot of people are just not feeling themselves right now uh -huh. it has a lot to do with the time change I think that did it for me <laughs> like and yes. just getting so dark 
at night, it's like I've lost four hours of my day that I used to spend from five to nine, like doing things. And now it's like, I just don't want to do anything during that time because it feels like the middle of the night. Yeah, seriously, yesterday we went to bed at 8.30. (laughs) I was like, well, I don't know what else to do. Like, Yeah, it's like, it gets so dark and then like, okay, how often or how long can you watch Netflix before like being bored? And so you just go to bed. Yeah, I agree for sure. So, you know, if you guys are experiencing what what we're experiencing, like it's like that boredom, but like stir crazy. It's like, I want to do stuff, but like, what is there to do? Yeah. Um, I think we're just getting into the start of that. I think we've got a long winter ahead. And right now, like technically it could go outside. Like it's not snowing. It's not negative 20 with wind chill. Yes. But it's still cold. <laughs> but it's still cold and it's going to get colder and it's going to get snowier. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to encourage anybody who can kind of relate with what Chris and I are experiencing right now, just like that kind of mood shift that kind of like energy shift from like summer I'm always like bounding with energy you know summer is like I can't wait to get outside I want to be outside as much as I can I want to go for hikes and walk and then starting to just get into that winter kind of drone you know like every day feels the same because we're not going to playgrounds we're not going outside And I just want to encourage if anybody is experiencing the starts of that or is like in a full-blown, you know, episode of kind of that seasonal feeling, that's a real thing. (laughs) That's a real biological system shift. And so I just want to validate that that is a real thing. Like it's not just you being dramatic about the weather, you know, I think that again, those kind of shoulds come up at us like okay yeah it's dark but like it's dark for everybody so why should I you know care about that or why should that impact me and how I do things but it does so Mm -hmm. just want to encourage anybody out there who doesn't have a counselor that like now is the time go find a counselor because the motivation to do it is only going to get less as the winter months progress right and telehealth is still a thing right now. And so you can do it from health. You don't have to go outside. Uh, a lot of places are offering evening appointments. We've got uh, weekend telehealth appointments available. So uh, so just, I want to say like, you are worth it. You are worth prioritizing. Those challenges that you're facing, like, yeah, other people are experiencing them too. And yeah, other people might have it worse than you do. But that doesn't mean that what you're going through isn't valid and doesn't doesn't deserve to be processed out because you do deserve to have support for any changes that you're having good and bad. So we post on Sunday nights. This is kind of a shorter episode today because uh, we did have a guest, but uh, they did not come. So it is a shorter episode. This is a little bit off the cuff, but I do like these episodes, kind of like our Pat Loss one, where we we can just kind of say is happening uh, in the moment. We do post on Sunday nights at five o'clock. So save up your laundry. I've been really doing that. If I was a braver person, you guys, I would show you my laundry pile right now because it is staring at me. <laughs> Sunday night. <laughs> Sunday night, we had a little but it's bit. it's only Wednesday, so you can't do it. I know. Sunday night, we had a little bit of a change in our routine. And so we didn't put away laundry on Sunday night. And now I feel like throughout this week, it has just been staring me in the face. So I am actually really looking forward to next Sunday where we're going to put away everything all at once, like basically two weeks worth 
at one time. Um, so go ahead and put us on Sunday nights at five and we will we'd love to hear from you. Also, if you are looking for a counselor, please call us at Heart and Solutions. So if you are in Iowa, we can do telehealth. We can do in-person sessions in any of our offices. Let's say what they are. We are in Cedar Rapids, Marion, Davenport, Waterloo, Grundy Center, Ames, Ankeny, Mason City, okay? Marshalltown also for uh, BHES, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was we- counting along with you. <laughs> so if you are close to any of those locations and you want either an in-home counselor, you don't even have to go anywhere. You don't have to leave the house. You want an in-home counselor to work with you, your kids, your family, to do fun activities. Like winter is so boring for kids. And now that a lot of schools are doing like only distance learning, oh my gosh, kids need simulation. They need activity. They need different things to do to challenge their minds. And so BHIS is a really, really great option right now because they will come to your house. They will help you with the challenges that you might be facing right now with your kiddos as they're adjusting to online learning. And that takes a lot of impulse control to do online learning. Krista, I mean, your siblings have been doing it for a long time. So they're they're used to it. They're kind of trained for that and they know what to expect, which is such a benefit. That's awesome. I've got a four-year-old and trying to transition, right? The idea of starting kindergarten next year, doing virtual learning is kind of terrifying right now because we have to up that impulse control, right, skill. And we have to up that ability to focus and concentrate and complete tasks. And that doesn't come easily to every child. That certainly does not come easily to my child. My, you can thank my husband for that, but also it's me too, right? There's a reason. <laughs> uh, and she's four and she has no systems, right? <laughs> it really is like a crash course for a lot of these kids on being, working independently and being able to do those things at the same time. If they're doing virtual learning, they're not having those natural opportunities to build up their social skills. And those social skills are so important as they get to be an adult and even school gets back into in-person session. Don't let your kids lose those social skills while you're doing virtual uh, learning. If you do BHIS and there are some challenges with social skills, that BHIS counselor coming into the home is gonna work with your child and practice those social skills in real time, but do it in a fun way, like playing games or doing art activities so that your child is entertained and engaged, but also has the ability to practice those skills that they're not getting right now if they're not in school in person. Mm -hmm. So being intentional about giving our kids those skills is more important than it ever, ever has been in in recent years. So BHIS is a really great option if you live in Iowa telehealth therapy as well, uh, or in any of our offices is an option too. So give us a call, let us know how we can be helpful to you. There is no challenge that is too small. And I just want to say that even right now, you know what's happening in my brain, Krista? I'm like going over what I just said about like challenges, about Thanksgiving changes, all of that. And I'm like beating myself up mentally for like, oh my gosh, Julie, you sound like you just complain about everything. <laughs> this is what we do. Yeah. <laughs> we beat ourselves up for struggling with challenging things. 
right? And what counseling does is it allows us to say like, no, no challenge, no change that we're going through is too small. We can't get caught up in comparison, right? Like, well, my, my issue doesn't matter because other people have it worse. My issue still matters. And so does yours. And so does everybody else that's listening to this. There is no challenge too small and there's no goal that's too high too like if you come into counseling and you're like i want to be the president of the united states like okay we can work towards that right because any goal including being president of the united states can be broken down into goals like smaller steps and every small step can be broken down into skills and thought processes, right? And emotional reactions to that step that either deter us from doing that next step or identifying it or attract us to doing that next step and identifying it, right? Sadly, I can never be president of the United States because I was not born in this country. However, <laughs> if I was really dedicated to it. I would try to work on getting that law changed, right? Like there's yeah. always a next step and counseling can really help with those like really big goals that people might hear and be like that sounds like just a dream when we started this agency how many times were people like really though like you're gonna start your own that like you're how old were you when we started this Chris 24 (laughs) (laughs) gonna be my six years on Friday I mean, it sounds to me, it sounds crazy to me when I think back to it. The mo- at the time, it didn't, yeah. right? But but hearing it, right, in my thirty five year old brain, I'm like, what were we? They, neither of us was thirty. <laughs> yet. Like, what yeah. were we thinking, right? And and there were people that said like, that's a huge risk. Like, what? what are you doing you know or like if that's not going to happen that's never going to happen or that sounds like too big a dream I know there was like somebody who told you like okay that's not going to happen and podcasting too the idea that okay we want to have a podcast we thought about that in June and we were like let's do this and they're always going to be yeah let's record next week (laughs) like what (laughs) And, uh, and there are yeah. people along the way that are going to say, that's a crazy, like, that's just a dream. Like, that's not possible to do. That's too overwhelming. That's too many steps. How can you even think to do that? Like, and there's our internal critic too, that says like, who are we to start a podcast? Who are we to start an agency all our own? Right. But there is no dream that's too big either. And so I just want to encourage anybody who's thinking about, you know, their goals and their dreams, even if your immediate support, even if your family or your friends or your spouse or your kids, even if they think like, wow, that's just a wild dream, your counselor can support you through that in a really, in a really step-by-step, like structured way um, to help you break down those dreams into goals and then help you process out the thoughts that are keeping you from achieving those or the feelings that might be coming into whether you take that next step or not, help you process out the fear. I think in our first episode, we talked about the fear of hitting record. It was like, mm-hmm. I'm afraid. <laughs> like, I had to tell yeah. my counselor, like, I can't do this, you know? And, uh, and it was so good to have that. So anyway, no, no challenge is too small and no goal is too big for counseling. So 
give us a call. Yes, and like Julie mentioned a little bit ago, we do those every Sunday night. So save up your laundry, even if it's staring at you in a giant pile right now, like Julie says, don't do it. Save it up to listen to us while you do your laundry or whatever chores you have for the week or listen to us Monday morning on your way to work or at home to help motivate you um, to contact a counselor, us or somebody else as well. If you have questions for us, please send them to us on Facebook Messenger at You Need a Counselor Podcast, or you can DM them to us on Instagram at You Need a Counselor Podcast. If you have questions about specific parts of counseling, if you had a weird experience in counseling, you're like, why did my counselor do that? Is that normal? Ask us. We will tell you if it's normal or not, um, and we can kind of help you understand maybe what was going on there. Send us a message there, or if you've listened to our other guests and you have questions for our guests uh, that we've had on, send us those questions or send us those messages. We can get you straight to that person. Well, we're going to have those guests on again, and we can ask them those questions that you guys have for them. Yep. So I'm Krista Brown. Julie Johnson, and we need a counselor. And so do you. Bye. Bye.